This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about FAA new ufo bill that's correct the faa's new ufo bill now this bill which if uh, becomes law would supposedly make it easier for pilots to report ufo sightings and reduce the fear of retribution have to wonder what is going on there we're going to take a look at a couple things one what's been going on with these guys and uh, first just a look at a what i guess many would consider uh, a very interesting but a somewhat typical uh, sighting that these pilots are having with these things. I found this at the AviationGeekClub.com, AviationGeekClub.com. I'll have all these links over at the Ko-Fi site. You can find them there. You can link from Spotify. Uh, it has a picture here, um, and I think this is a just kind of a random UFO sighting. You have this airplane. It looks like it's uh, on takeoff. Uh, there's a building that's flying over with a UFO it almost looks saucer shaped from the, the uh, picture but then they have an inset where this picture is blown up of this UFO and it almost looks more like a bean or maybe kind of a saucer with a triangle uh, piece cut out of it. It's obviously flying there at an angle uh, not doing anything that a normal human-made airplane can do. Like I've said for a long time these things seem to have an unnatural interest in our in our uh, airplanes they're just around airports all the time definitely could present a uh, safety hazard now this article is by dario leon dated december 23rd 2023 it says quote that aircraft defied physics unquote boeing 737 pilot recalls the odd ufo sighting he had in the skies above los angeles sightings of unidentified flying objects or uh, UAPs has, have been reported throughout history. Given the potential security and safety risk they pose, as well as scientific curiosity, there is increasing interest in understanding what these sightings reports represent. Now, pilots have claimed to see UFOs for decades, we're told. Sightings usually involve objects flying in a formation or bright lines, as John Cheshire, former U.S. Navy pilot and a former captain, first officer, and flight engineer for several U.S. airlines, says on Quora, quote, I saw one, that's a UFO, many years ago. However, before I explain that one sighting, let me preface by saying that over my four decades of flying for both the military and the airlines, I have indeed seen quite a number of unidentified flying objects. Nevertheless, every one of these UFO sightings was soon quickly identified by me or by others later is something easily explainable and mundane and thus no longer unidentified except this singular one I now describe. 
I have to wonder if some of those ones that he had first had looked at as UFOs and then they say, well, they later uh, identified them. Did they really identify them or did they just come up with an excuse that seemed plausible? I think a lot of times uh, folks are so tilted with this normalcy bias that they'll just swallow almost any excuse. It's just my opinion. He says, I was a captain flying a B-737 late at night on a very short leg from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. This was sometime in the 1990s. It was late at night and the more normal heavy air traffic around LAX was greatly reduced at this late hour. At that time, we were early into our descent into LAX via the cold civet arrival. It was a clear night and a smooth and comfortable flight. Passing through 18,000 feet, we noticed what we thought was another aircraft well off to our left and high above us. We had no other traffic to observe than this one. While we were on perhaps a 30-degree intercept to the final arrival course, this aircraft, high and to our left, appeared to be on the normal straight-in course to LAX. We decided this approaching aircraft would not even be close to being a conflict for us since it was well off in the distance. We would intercept the final inbound course well ahead of him since he was not a conflict approach control, never mentioned him to us either. So they see this UFO, they don't ask ground control about it. Ground control doesn't mention anything to them and they just figure, yeah, we're good to go. Although this traffic off to our left was on the normally expected radial and altitude for the LAX arrival, one thing caught both my first officer and I as odd, we were passing below 18,000 feet in our descent. This is the time and altitude that airliners will normally turn on their landing lights for a C and B scene standard collision avoidance procedure. However, although this other aircraft was still what, however, although this other aircraft was still well above us, he already had all his bright landing lights on. Quietly, I wondered to myself why his lights were on so very early. It seemed very odd, and I wondered to myself if there was a reason for this. So he sees this UFO, these bright lights underneath this thing, and the pilot, he seems, well, this has got to be another pilot, another airplane, you know, way off in the distance, way above us, and those bright lights must be his landing lights, even though he seems like he has them turned on really early and at a much higher altitude than normal. Switching our radios from center to LAX approach control, we turned our attention away from that strange aircraft and concentrated on our approach at hand. Nevertheless, I naturally and briefly glanced a few times at our unusual inbound traffic. Right before we made the right turn to intercept the final approach course, I once again glanced up at our traffic. What I saw, I would never forget. Those bright lights we thought were from an aircraft on approach suddenly and almost instantaneously moved horizontally across the night sky by maybe 35 to 40 degrees and at a considerable distance. Nothing could move that fast. It defied physics. I turned to my first officer and asked, did you see that? His eyes were as big as saucers as he said, I sure did. There was no aircraft that I knew of for anything I could ever imagine moving that far and that fast across the sky, and then stopping instantly without any apparent slowing, dead in space. Moreover, there is no man or beast that could ever survive the amount of g-forces, both from that extreme acceleration 
or the almost instantaneous stop, there was no logical explanation what we had witnessed. There was even no illogical explanation either. To this day, decades later, I cannot explain what exactly we saw. You can tell this really left a impression of this pilot. He's coming for landing. He sees this UFO off in the distance. It just races across the horizon at unimaginable speeds. And then it stops. He's correct. Nothing biological, at least, and probably a lot of things that aren't biological, could not withstand those G-forces. If you were a person, it would just turn you to jelly. Multiple and distinguishable lights like in airliners, it says. A few seconds after it had made this astonishing move, it made another much shorter and very quick jump a couple of degrees downward. By this time, we were almost passing through the localizer and we had to turn away from the thing. As I looked back over my shoulder, I saw it move again, horizontally, towards its earlier position, rapidly, but nowhere near the almost instantaneous movement across the great span we saw earlier. I later wondered if maybe it was a reflection from some kind of searchlight, but it was a clear night with no clouds to reflect upon. Also, it had multiple and distinguishable lights, just like an airliner's. We've never reported this incident, although I have thought about it over the years many times. Really, what could we say? Besides, people look at you funny when you say you saw something, but don't know what. It also involves a lot of paperwork, too, we assumed, so we kept quiet. Curiously, I do not even remember my first officer and I ever talking about it later. It was just one of those unexplained things that we could not explain and did not even want to try. Ironically, the following week, I flew the same flight at the same time, but we thankfully saw no UFOs this time. What was very curious, though, was when we switched frequencies, there was a lot of chatter, something unusual for that usually slow time of night. All we could tell from the chatter was that one or more crews had seen something. There were transmissions from several aircraft that said, yeah, we saw it too. Then center approach came up and asked each aircraft if they wanted to make a report. In rapid sequence, they all said negative. I never did either. It just shows you the bias that these guys have toward getting involved, creating more work for themselves. Yeah, what a, what a fantastic sighting. So there you have a, an experienced pilot telling you about his UFO sighting, and then he's telling you about coming over the same area and other uh, pilots also having a sighting. Now, it seems as though the culture must just be so um, negative toward reporting these things. Why else would these guys not want to report what they saw? It just, you know, 60, 70 years of socialization of these professionals seeing people uh, depersoned. They just do not want to talk about this stuff and risk losing their their reputation, their job, their ability to make a living. Now, this article uh, talking about this new FAA proposed bill comes from NewsNationNow.com. That's NewsNationNow.com. The title of this article says, UAP bipartisan bill aims to protect pilots reporting sightings. Bill aims to encourage pilots to report any UFO sightings. FAA would, re would be required to relay all reports to the DOD AARO office. And then it says uh, dozens of pilots have witnessed UAPs, have no safe space to report, according to Graves. Well, I think you report online, I suppose. I'm not so sure about this. I mean, it seems like more of a bottleneck. I mean, you're just sending these reports to the FAA, and then they're turning around and sending them not just to the DOD, but to the AARO office. 
the AR office has done nothing for us as far as I can see regarding disclosure. Anyway, the article is written by uh, Devin Markham, dated January 11, 2024. says, a new bipartisan bill announced Thursday looks to encourage commercial pilots to report sightings of UAPs, we call UFOs, to the United States government. The effort led by Representative uh, Robert Garcia, Democrat, California, and Representative Glenn Grotham, Republican, Wisconsin, aims to promote safe airspace for Americans by encouraging pilots to report any potential sightings to the government. It would also require the Federal Aviation Administration to relay all reports to the Department of Defense All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. The bill will also set up legal safeguards for all pilots who make these reports to the federal government. See, they're already framing these things in kind of a uh, a uh, warfighter uh, mentality. They're not looking at them as, a, say, a criminal incursion or, say, a scientific inquiry, but they're looking at these things as something to shoot down. Now, I I don't totally understand this because, you know, we've had this, these UFO sightings going on at these airports for a long time. Uh, the FAA has known about it. The DOD has to have known about it. I mean, look here. A couple of years ago, we had the Jetpack Man sightings over uh, LAX that were going on constantly. We just had uh, Air Force One tagged by one of these things. So, so why are they burying their heads in the sand, and why would they quit burying their their heads in the sand now? That's It's a little strange, but I suppose maybe any progress is progress, so to speak. Uh, the article goes on and says, UAP transparency is incredibly important for our national security, which is why we need to create a space where those in aviation have the ability to report their findings and experiences, Garcia said. This bill is another step forward for disclosure and to provide a safe process for UAP reporting by civilian and commercial personnel. The Americans for Safe Aerospace, an advocacy organization for aerospace safety and national security, has endorsed this legislation. ASA Executive Ryan Graves, I think he started that actually, a former U.S. Navy pilot, fighter pilot, testified before Congress last summer on his experience with UAPs. During his testimony before the House Oversight Committee, Graves asked Congress to provide safe reporting options for commercial pilots. Pilots are trained observers of our skies, but I have heard from dozens of frustrated pilots for major airlines who witnessed UAP yet had no confidential way to report them to the government, Graves said. So obviously these guys are worried about their careers if they're asking for, for to be able to report these things you know, in confidence. If passed, the bill will enable civilian air crew, FAA air traffic controllers, flight attendants, maintenance workers, dispatchers, and airlines to report UAP encounters to the FAA. These reports will allow the FAA and DOD to investigate potential threats to the nation's airspace. I wonder why these things don't have uh, onboard cameras like like uh, semi trucks, where they're filming a lot of this stuff, kind of like what a police officer has, you know, a body cam. Then then we could record the stuff, right? It says if passed, the bill will enable civilian aircrew, FAA, air traffic controls, flight attendants, maintenance workers, dispatchers, and airlines to report UAP encounters to the FAA. These reports will allow the FAA and DOD to investigate potential threats to the nation's airspace. Yeah, I wonder how much investigation will actually get done. All that information should be public, Garcia said. It'll be the first time that aviation personnel and pilots will actually be able to report these UAP encounters to the FAA. Well, if you wanted it public, you would set up a website where these guys could just log on and make the reports. 
without having to attach their names to it. Last year, whistleblower David Grush, a former military intelligence officer, came forward publicly in a News Nation exclusive with allegations the government is covering up a secret UFO crash retrieval program. Well, they for sure seem to be ignoring the UFO's potential crashes that are happening at the airports, uh, apparently about every day of the week. Then the article kind of goes on and talks a little bit about David Grush a little bit. It, it uh, has some quotes here from Jeremy Corbell and basically just finishes up. It says, lawmakers were angered last year by what they said was stonewalling from the defense and intelligence communities in their quest for more information. Well, that's my whole point. If you're just going to funnel these uh, pilot reports into the hands of the Defense Department, uh, that's not necessarily a good idea because it's going to go into a black hole and that'll be the last time that you ever see them. There needs to be a different way of doing this, a more open and transparent way for these guys to get their stories out there. As far as I'm concerned, they can go on MUFON, Newfork, or just post their pictures and stories online and do it anonymously if they have to. The reason that we even need a, a bill like this can be found in this article here from the DailyMail.uk or the DailyMail.co.uk. It says commercial pilots were told not to speak publicly about UFOs and had their jobs threatened, experts says. Wasn't that nice? There had been dozens of reports of strange lights in the north across the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans, according to UFO Witnesses Program host Ben Hansen. Hansen said a couple of pilots who came forward to him were brought into the office of their airline's chief pilot and were threatened with losing their jobs. It comes after a landmark hearing was held by Congress Wednesday on UFOs, where whistleblowers claimed flying objects are extremely common in airspace. Yeah, so who cares about safety? I mean, you know, you see something, don't say something. This is written by Kamal Sultan for DailyMail.com. It says uh, the date on this is July 27, 2023, so a little prior to what we've just been reading. The article says commercial pilots have allegedly had their jobs threatened if they reported UFO sightings and warned not to speak about it. There have been dozens of reports of strange lights in the northern hemisphere across the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans, according to the host of Discovery's UFO witness Ben Hansen. He claimed in an interview with News Nation that some of the sightings can be explained by a new satellite orbit, but a lot of outlier cases started coming forward in which craft were doing 90 degree turns, hovering and taking off in the atmosphere. Hansen said a couple of pilots who came forward to him were hauled into the office of their airline's chief pilot and threatened with losing their jobs. It comes after the landmark hearing was held by Congress Wednesday, of course this is back in July, on UFOs where whistleblowers claimed the flying objects were extremely common in airspace. Well, they're common, obviously, because we're hearing about them all the time. Hansen said he started to cover pilot reports on flying alien objects because they were becoming more frequent. About August of last year, I started reporting on pilot reports because we were having dozens of people reporting mainly toward the north, crossing the Pacific and the Atlantic, and seeing lights, he told News Nation. Although we were able to explain some of that as a new Starlink kind of orbit, a lot of these, what I call outlier cases, started coming forward were exactly like Graves and indicated these are doing 90 degree turns. They're stopping, they're hovering, and they're taking off into the atmosphere. In other words, they're so in your face, you just can't explain them away with some silly excuse. He added at least a couple of these pilots who came to me were brought into their company 
uh, their airline company chief pilot's office and were threatened basically with their jobs and told not to talk about this. That surprised me because I didn't think that that stigma was so heavy, especially in the commercial industry. I would have to ask, where have you been? Ask if there is a way for pilots to report UFOs without the risk of losing their jobs. Hansen said, it's getting there. I think we're still very far away from it. Well, not just losing their jobs, but possibly losing their reputations. We are looking at avenues to do that. That's probably going to be a civilian private sector solution to this because it feels safer for them to do that until the government has a better avenue. Man, talk about some gobbledygook. It's one thing to report to the government. It's another thing to be that person who comes forward with your company, and now you're getting social media attention on it. One of them put it nicely and said, you know, I could do a video, a satellite, and put that on social media, and my company would say nothing, but if I do the same thing and take a UFO video and tell people this is what I saw, then I'm in trouble. It comes after Ryan Graves, a former F-18 pilot with over a decade of service in the U.S. Navy, testified under oath in the congressional hearing that UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena, are extremely common in airspace. He told the committee he and more than 30 aircrew members and veterans have experienced them along with members of Congress who have confided in him. Graves said as an F-18 pilot in the Red Rippers, their squadron was split by UAP during a training mission near Virginia Beach in 2014. He described the object as very gray or black inside a transparent sphere. It was about 15 feet in diameter and came within 50 feet of the lead aircraft. The mission commander ended the flight and the squadron submitted a safety report, Graves continued to explain. This story is more common than we expect, Graves said. More than 30 witnesses have told this group about similar sightings. Often, they are veterans with decades of flying experience, he added. Graves also said UAPs are in our airspace but are grossly underreported. We can imagine. David Gresh, a former high-ranking intelligence officer, spoke next, providing details about how the U.S. government has intact and partially intact extraterrestrial vehicles. He has previously said the U.S. has run a top-secret UFO retrieval program for decades and claimed the Vatican was involved in the first ever UFO crash. Goes on talks about Grush here a little bit. Well, the fact is, is that these people that are reporting these uh, UFO sightings near the airports or, you know, on these commercial flights, they're not trying to uh, make some kind of crazy... Uh, what some people would say, crazy outlandish claim that the government is uh, hiding UFOs and, and uh, non-biological or biological, uh, non-human biological creatures, although in my opinion that could be quite possible. But the media sees that as kind of this wild, unsubstantiated claim. The fact is we have lots and lots of commercial pilots out there that are seeing these things all the time and they're afraid to report them. And they're afraid to report them because they've been intimidated by their uh, bosses because maybe they're afraid of losing their reputation, because they're afraid of losing a job they love, the income that they need. It's all the social pressure that's been created to keep people from reporting these things. And we can see that this was started by the government clear back in the 19, you know, 30s and 40s when UFOs really came on the scene. You had these different pro different government projects that were uh, disguised as operations to investigate these things when they really seemed like they were nothing more than investigation to suppress the, tr the truth and deperson uh, the people that reported them. Now we've come out, we've still continued to have these uh, pilot sightings that sometimes get reported anonymously online, probably the best way to do it. 
And it seems like now we even have a couple of congressmen uh, trying to push some legislation out there so that people are allowed to report these things without fear of retribution. Either way you get it, the more reporting the better, I suppose. Really an interesting subject. Now, I just want to point out before I close, I've had a lot of good comments uh, on the Spotify site. And the thing I should remind you, though, is even uh, if it's a good comment, I can't post it if there are, uh, you know, four-letter uh, words used. I mean, you know the four-letter words, the ones that we can't say on the program because we want to keep the clean rating. And it's important to keep the clean rating on the program uh, so that it gets a, a decent distribution. So if you make a comment and there's one of those four words, four-letter words that we can't say, then I can't print it because I have no way of editing the comment. So if you've happened to be one of those people that have made that comment and uh, you're wondering why your comment hasn't been published, go ahead and publish, to get, publish it again uh, without the uh, said four-letter words, and I'll try to get to it and put it up for you. Because I really do appreciate all the interaction. It shows that people are listening to the program, and uh, I, I like to hear your opinion on it. We want to be able to get those uh, comments posted where everybody can see them. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.